What's up guys and welcome to this. This is episode 11 of 25 Years Ago, the Wrestling Podcast. I am LK, joined by, as always, Brad. Brad, how are you doing this fine evening? We've been here 20 minutes trying to come up with a way how we can record so we can see both of us. And, and we're going back to the old, just seeing me. So apologies, everyone, on Patreon. And if you're listening on to the SOS Wrestling Network YouTube channel, um, you can access these Patreon um, and get access to see me cut these um, mm-hmm. videos, uh, cut the podcast in video form. So subscribe over here, patreon.com slash wrestling 25 years ago. With that out of the way, we're here to discuss mm-hmm. WCW Monday exactly. Night and if you want, And if you want to see me that badly, if you ask me nicely enough, I'll make you an OnlyFans. So there we are. That's what I should do. That is exactly what I should do. Fuck doing Patreon. I should just get my cock out. And then we can just get my cock out, earn myself a couple of moolah. And now, now hear me out. Now, this is going to be complete off topic here. If I ever made a made a, made a OnlyFans, and again, we do not normally talk like this, guys. It's just, just you know, wherever you're listening to this, it's just you know, between, between, between us and these four walls. I would call myself Curious Boy whatever number all right now hear me out because then you'd get the guys will message you the girls will be watching and then you get the older guys like oh my god curious boy oh 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 he might not be gay mate you can make so much money so much money i i, I think i've just found a new career path exactly but don't but but you know you said you're on about that with vince mcmahon you can't be doing the old uh you can't be doing the old twitch or uh all that with him around. No, it's true. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, so Vince is preventing me from my from my destiny of being on OnlyFans. But we're not here to talk about OnlyFans or my cock. We're here to talk about WCW Monday Nitro from the twelfth of February, nineteen ninety six. As always, Brad, win, loss, or tie. What'd you give this show? Uh, uh, I'll, I'll, I'd say. Oh, let's go with a weak tie. It was better than the pay-per-view, but it wasn't... I wouldn't rate on it. I give it a strong tie. I, I give it a strong tie. Um, I thought the show was really fun. It was one of those I sat down and the show went, woof, it flew by. I, I, I for one, enjoyed the show. Um, I'm going to give the show mm-hmm. a strong tie. And the more I read it, if I read it, I'll probably give the show a, a weak win by the time I keep on reading it. But we're in Nitro, February 12, 1996. We're from Tampa, Florida. Commentary team for the evening was Bobby Heenan, Eric Bischoff, and Mongo McMichael. I miss you, Tony Schiavone. I miss you, buddy. Um, but the commentators, they ran down the results of the Super Brawl, a Super Brawl show, which took place 24 hours prior. Go back and check out the Super Brawl mm-hmm. review if you have In- not done so. Including a shit including a shit on Brian Pillman halfway through it, I noticed. Yeah, what, uh, did, what, did, what did he say about Pillman? He was like, because I wasn't expecting them to show that bit, but they did. I was really surprised by that. They they called him a coward and that he was gonna leave and all that. So, you know, it's not um, it wasn't the the ringing endorsement for for uh, him leaving. They they kept mentioning that he was no longer a horseman and yeah. I don't think they were very uh, I, I don't think they're that they're gonna support his future endeavors. Let's say that much. Yeah, he didn't he didn't get vinced and wish well in his future endeavors, and that's a shame because you know. But I'm looking forward to where uh, where Pillman will turn up next. I'm looking forward to seeing his WWF run. So. All's well ends well. We'll go to the first match of the night. We had Hugh Morris versus Randy Savage. Uh, Morris is mm-hmm. from the Dungeons of Doom. I loved Savage coming out. He had no hat. He had no flashy jacket. He looks pissed mm-hmm. off because obviously it's Super Brawl. Liz screwed him over. Um, mm-hmm. 
also little things like him turning around and checking the ramp, like expecting to be attacked, I thought was great. Um, the match was like we said with the Flair one, it's Randy Savage getting fucked up for ages. Um, then he mm-hmm. hits, um, elbow drops off the top, which gets the win. Uh, Morris with a fucking nice moonsault. He missed it, but Morris hitting that, that mm-hmm. moonsault was nice. And then a post-match promo saying Savage wants Ric Flair. Good stuff. I, I gave it two and a quarter. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It done a good job of us re- kind of getting Randy Savage mm-hmm. kind of back over again. I had mm-hmm. zero complaints. I give it two and a quarter. What did you give it? I think one and a half. I wasn't too into Hugh Morris, to be honest. I'm a bit surprised as to how everyone from the mid-90s, out of anyone, he was the head trainer for WWF. I thought he was a bit stiff. I thought he was just... just I just didn't enjoy watching him. I've seen Randy Savage destroy him was fun. I'll give him that much because he went completely angry because, obviously, it's better than now. He doesn't cry that he's lost the championship. He actually does something about it. But Hugh Morris in this match was just a bit flat. Scott... Uh, it's nothing against him personally. It's just he just doesn't appeal to me really, and I don't know what it is. I see. I see. I just. I thought it was really good. Well, when I say really good. I thought it was. I thought it was acceptable. I thought Morris was all right. Built him up. Where the fuck can I come? I thought he did an all right job. Mm, yeah. I mean. I, I mean. It's just. I don't know. I mean, I've not seen enough of him. I've only seen him in a little short match, so I might think better of him. But he hasn't done anything for it to stand out for me yet, to be honest. I mean, each to their own. I, I thought I thought it was solid. Um, and then we went to some WCW motorsport guy. Now, I'm not going to lie. I take notes on, on all these shows that we do regarding the 25 years ago series. I, mm-hmm. I, I This is the first time I actually couldn't give a flying shit. Like, I literally just put on my notes, some dude, motorsport, WCW. Like, I just... Do you, do you know... What did he talk about? Um, do you know oh, who yeah. he is? I do, yeah. I do, yeah. I don't actually write notes. It's just for some reason I seem to know random shit and he comes to me on it. He's a NASCAR driver that's going to be driving the WCW NASCAR car on the Sunday and they're on, and, and they're advertising that. Wow. So they're advertising an advertisement because that's all the WCW car is, is advertising. I guess, yeah, and there's a way they get them to watch NASCAR with their family or whatever. Who knows? But was it really needed on Nitro? Me thinks so. Well, well, yeah, if it's a Nitro car... But it's not. Yeah, but the point of that car is to promote Nitro. So why would you then promote the car? Because you want people to watch NASCAR as well as watch Nitro. Uh, maybe I guess maybe it's on TNT. It is. It's on the same network. Oh, okay. Well, that, so... that makes yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So that makes perfect sense. Mm. Uh, then we had Scotty Riggs versus the Loch Ness Monster. Mess. Um, yeah, this this it was. Uh, so Riggs is part of the American Males, which is the team with uh, your favorite wrestler. Marcus Bagwell. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The Mon- Loch Ness Monster is Giant Haystacks. He talked about that uh, on Super Brawl uh, Review. Nearly 700 pounds they announced him as. Mm-hmm. No way. And then, it went, and then it went up to... No, it went started at 600, and then they said 700. So for some reason, his, his gap between walking to the ring and getting in the ring, he gained 100 pounds. He ate, he ate Jimmy Hart. Um, like, what's he, what's, what was he doing? Um... There was a nasty spot, though. Uh, so Riggs kind of jumped mm-hmm. off the top. And then Loch Ness Monster tried to do a slam in midair. But mm. imagine 600 pounds uh, crushing down on poor, poor Scotty Riggs's legs. It fucking it mm-hmm. made my legs buckles. 
buckle. It made yeah. my knee buckle. It was fucking about when he tried to do a throw on him and he basically toppled on top of him and crushed him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Scotty Riggs, when he jumped off the top and he tried to catch him into kind of a, a Mark Henry world's strongest slam. Um, and he just basically Betty flopped his poor leg and you just saw him scream in pain. I was like, oh, you poor man, Scotty Riggs. See you in a couple of years. Um, then he got the win with a couple yeah. of nice elbow drops. you got to admit, Lockless Monston's got a fucking gorgeous little elbow drop on him. But I'm, I'm, I'm not a fan of Lockness. I'm not a fan at all, really. I'm going to be honest. I do, I, well, he's not. I doubt he lasts long. But the crowd were proper <laughs> reacting to Monster. They were giving him some heat. They, they're, they're not a fan of the Lockness Monster. Now, whether it's because they hated it or he's just giant haystacks and has a really great way of getting heat. But... I I yeah. I, th- I thought it was quite over. Maybe Giant Haystacks, you know, at the time is a bit different. If if we were alive at the time and bit would been like, oh, you know, Lockless Monster is Giant Haystacks. I love Giant Haystacks. I'm going to support him whatever he does. You you're talking you're talking like if we had like I oh know I was going to say if we had like someone like I mean Carlito come out and everyone went crazy about it or I mean um, I don't know um, Headbangers or something like that, but. I've just realised what I was saying. For some reason, people do actually like that kind of thing. So there we are. Yeah, he was. Yeah. So like, I was going to say he was. He's he's a guy that's like twenty years past his prime here. But has that changed in twenty twenty one? No, dude. The guy who's fucking wrestling, who just won the Royal Rumble, is you know forty odd and retired ten years ago. So here we are. You know, times times have not changed. Times have not changed. It's nostalgia exactly. at the end of the day. To these guys in the building, it's probably great seeing Giant Haystacks. They probably watched him on World of Sport. It's like, ah, oh, that's cool. It's Giant Haystacks. Because mm-hmm. every like yeah. like you said on on yesterday's show on the sorry not yesterday's show the the episode ten when we talked about Super Brawl, how kind of you can go up to a random person on the street, they will know who in UK though. In the yeah, but but I reckon if you went up to some people in ah uh, yeah, I guess in America they'll go oh what Hulk Hogan, that's probably what they'll say Hulk Hogan and probably yeah. maybe Bruno depending how old they are. It's definitely and it was on the ITV, so I don't think they got ITV in America, did they? So you know what I mean? I don't think he's a, I don't think he's a, a star at all. But I don't know. I I obviously I wasn't watching wrestling in the eighties and seventies, so I wasn't born. So there we are. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. We were none of us. None of us. Well, I mean, I wasn't born in in the creation of of this show. Oh, when I wasn't alive, I was not alive at this point. I was not. No. So if so, if someone maybe was a bit older, like maybe forty, fifty odds. If you are American, I know I'm speaking to a very direct type of person there. But if you knew who giant who giant haystacks were and Big Daddy were back in the day, feel free to comment on this on the video or or. Or on Twitter, and, and we'll be able to like sort of speak to you about it because we don't really have that much context for something that was this long ago, really. To yeah, be when we, we yeah we're not going to come on here like Dave Meltzer and be experts. And I, before before we get actually, we're not going to move any further. We're going to stop. We're going to hold the fort. I'm pulling the train back. I've hit the hit hit the emergency stop button. Now, I, I, so I I'm a PW Torch VIP member. Uh, you are a Wrestling Observer newsletter guy. Now, I, I for one, am a PW Torch VIP member because I really enjoy Wade Keller's podcast. I think he's a really good podcaster. I, I just really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. They're free as well, aren't they? Uh, I know it's uh, that. Does, I went yeah, on, the, on the website. Yeah, he has some free Some of them ones. are free. Yeah, some of them are free. Mm-hmm. And he, he, does, he, does, he does a good job. I just I think he's just 
good at his job. I think he's very, very good at his job. Mm-hmm. Now, he doesn't really comment on the dirt. He just kind of analyzes the shows, gives his opinion, and moves on. Like, that's the thing. You never see, according to Wade Keller at PW Torch VIP, it's, it's not that. He just analyzes the show. And I like that. Mm-hmm. So I, I give him a listen. I really enjoy it. Now, you're an Observer guy. And um, we've kind of... We, it's Patreon. It gives a fuck. Mm-hmm. We, we, share, we share accounts is the best way to say it. So for the first time in the career of myself, I, I listened to, in full... The latest Wrestling Observer Radio. All right, in mm-hmm. full, I listened to it. It's good, isn't it? I actually quite enjoyed the show. Um, yeah. I, I I didn't enjoy their New Japan coverage. That they talked about the uh, New Beginning show that took place this morning and and yesterday. I thought that was fucking awful. Please, I, I, like I can't because you could just tell they don't watch it. Um, Meltzer's like, oh, I caught the last five minutes of Ibushi and Sonata, but it was a great match. Like, well, how the fuck do you know that? <laughs> fuck off. Imbecile. Anyway, but hearing him like talk about AEW NXT, I thought it was fun. Mm. But out of the two, Brian Alvarez is the better podcaster, without a shadow of a doubt. It goes, mm-hmm. it goes Brian Alvarez and Wade Keller on an equal level, and then way down below is Dave Meltzer. Like, I, I didn't think he did a good pod- he's a good podcaster at all. No, but he didn't start off as a podcaster. He started off as a writer. Okay, so I'm not going to see Dave Meltzer every single day on, on Observer Radio, am I, no? Um, yeah, you would. But, I mean, he's, that, he started off in, the, in in this period writing. Oh, yeah, yeah, he'll be writing. He'll be writing, no podcast. He'll be writing from, from 96, yeah. Whereas Brian Alferis was actually radioing during this point. Okay, thank you for explaining that, because I was listening and I was like... Um, Meltzer, Uncle Dave, Uncle Dave, and like, what, what's going on here? Like, wh- why, why are you so bad at this? Anyway, I have to get that out there publicly, and let people know I'm listening to Dave Meltzer, uh, because I can now have the right to insult him. Um, Liz and Woman come out. Back to the show. Liz and Woman come out. They they bring a bed, which is just like, what the fuck? A hospital bed, by a the way. A hospital if we bed. Yeah, hospital bed. Give, um, give people a better idea. Yeah. So so Liz says, you know, we left the hotel in a gurney, which was just, oh, God. And then Flair comes out under the sheets. Now, I thought that was hilarious. Gene uh, mm-hmm. says, uh, next week on Nitro, there's going to be a match between Ric Flair and Randy Savage for the world title. Flair does these, one of these insane promos. Like, he's losing his fucking mind. And I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it every single time. That we get to see Ric Flair cut a promo. I'm a huge fan. Um, Liz says, you know, for seven years I've sat in the corner. I was behind you. I was an afterthought. And last night she took half the money. She took half the house. She did boom, boom, boom. Get some heel heat on Liz. And then they kind of acted as if they're going to go fuck. And off they went. I, I, I thought it was brilliant. What were your thoughts on the segment? Because I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, it was the best part of Nitro, I thought. Better than any match on this night, better than anything. Um, Ric Flair uh, did a promo that I would say was better than something that I've seen in I mean, years that's not on AEW. Um, I love AEW, by the way. It's like one of the better. I think it's better than WWE, personally. Uh, but yeah, I think you know Ric Flair uh, could teach a lot of these younger guys how to do promo work. I'll say that much. Yeah, if, did, if, did you watch NXT this week? No, no. Was it good? Um, I actually quite enjoyed the show, and I'm literally once you finish wrapping this up, I'm going to do an NXT review uh, exclusively for Patreons. Um, so if you're listening, go check check that out. Um, but fucking Cameron Grimes comes out, and he's basically become Ric Flair. Like he comes out, he's got so much money, he does Snow Angels in it, and he's cutting this promo. Which you know, watching this 
Ric Flair Wait, for ninety six. It's just snow angels. What do you mean? Like so that he throws loads of money in the air. And oh he, right, he does okay. like snow angels in in the money uh, on the mat. I thought it was, I thought it was fucking hilarious. I thought it was a really really good promo. Um, mm-hmm. And it just reminded yeah, he me. Yeah, from he took that from Flair. Yeah, definitely. He's because you know why? Because Cameron Grimes is following us on the twenty five years ago wrestling fucking show and he's going back and he's seeing some rick flair from early 96 january and february 96 and he's like oh that's good i'm gonna do it so you're welcome for the pro- for the for he's the one of these he's, he's one of the 10 regular <laughs> listeners so hello cameron <laughs> uh, more than 10 how dare you and insult 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 or in show more than 10 right anyway where are we dangerous devon storm versus conan um mm-hmm. i tell you what i really enjoyed this 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 took, this this was you did it did you just you, you say you no. didn't how could no, you I, not this was a car wreck it was so fun well exactly but i thought it was just watching a guy trying to get all his stuff in in five minutes right like he was he was trying to do every big move that he can he started doing random jumps off a chair and it was just like it's just like he's just trying to throw stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks like why can't you just have a normal match like a well, standard well, match he, right so i'm telling you I went yeah. from Conan versus One Man Gang to this, and I tell oh, you, what, it was I'll better take this. than that. It was, it was better than that. But I wish that they just sort of slowed the pace down. It was like they were rallying at 100 miles per hour for no reason. Yeah, but they're just... trying to get that's that's what the cruiserweight style is. It's just kind of balls to the wall. 96, just kind of go out there yeah. and fuck each other up. I thought yeah. this was great. Yeah. Uh, but but if it had a bit more psychology to it, fine. But it's just watching a guy jump off a chair for some reason. I didn't. I didn't go. I, it was honestly, it wasn't bad. Like I would actually enjoy a match of him in it, but it was just, it just felt rushed, and it just felt like he was trying to just get his stuff in. And if, and if every match he does is going to be like that, it's going to be repetitive. Even though he's, he can tell he's a good talent, it's going to end up becoming repetitive. Are we talking about Conan or Dangerous? Dangerous Devon Storm here. I'm on about Devon Storm because okay. he was the one doing. All, he was the one that was trying to get everything in, everything in the in the in the rig. I think Conan also botched a move as well, didn't he? Like he was gonna throw him or something outside the ring, and he, he dropped him. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, well, I'll, I'll break. I'll break down because I actually took some. This was like yeah. the only matches where there was actually some spots to write down. So you know, you start mm-hmm. off. We had a tope on Hilo from Storm. Storm then runs, pulls the steps, jumps off the steps. Conan catches him. And in midair, attempts a power bomb, but kind of drops him and just really drills him in the floor. That got a, a minor ECW chant, which is quite entertaining. Uh, Conan with a hit a gorgeous wheelbarrow German in there, um, and then Storm in the in the in the finish goes for a hurricane run off the top, and Conan, I mean, drills him with a power bomb off the top rope. I mean, fucking drills the fuck out of him. Like, my neck was having aneurysms because of it. Oh, man, the pain that man must have been in. Like, honestly, everyone go check check this match out if you enjoy. This, to see, you say you're a, you, you, you watch the, the AEW more than, than the WWE. You're more of a fan of AEW. It's just kind of... AEW, the, it's just AEW kind of, doesn't, just, doesn't just blast it out, though. AEW explains why they're doing certain things. Yeah, this was just fair. a guy jumping off a chair for some reason like yeah. it was honestly it was i could tell what he was doing and it's fine and um, he was he's, is he new to this is he new to wcw devon Storm? Yeah, yeah he said uh bischoff said it's one of the guys they've uh signed right he was just trying to get all his stuff in 
at, at once and doing that he was rallying and rallying and rallying which was fine it was not a bad match him doing that but he just needs to like slow down a bit i don't i can't be bothered watching something that's just a load of fast-paced movement for no reason and he was he he was just it's like when you you've you've been wrestling training haven't you karen yeah. uh, okay sorry prick karen sorry edit out edit that out mate i will not edit out we will carry on we'll rock and roll we'll rock and roll we'll rock and roll carry on keep keep, keep sorry okay okay uh but yes um you you've you've done wrestling training before okay um you must have been taught at one point or another to sort of take your time with stuff to sort of match psychology right yeah yeah yeah. i'm not i um i'm not gonna dive into that just because of uh uh, training rules i'm not allowed to kind of it's kind of a real private like type thing. right okay um but, okay but, but, I, but do... I know i used to i used to do training and it's fine i can speak about it because i no longer do it okay cool. you speak and then i'll drilled, talk about that yeah, yeah i'll i'll talk about it a bit more they drilled into us that you need to sort of take your time with stuff you need to make sure a match flows he didn't devon storm didn't focus on this he just focused on trying to get stuff in and it, it's why it's why it was a loss to me to be honest yeah um slow it down is a big one um that taught um i don't know i just just for me the way my training kind of is as uh, we're just taught that it's kind of you don't give out what we're trained because otherwise kind of people will yes yeah, it's, it's a real interesting one because it's ah just, we'll, we'll move on we'll move on um <laughs> we'll move the fuck on that's the biggest global ever now i'm gonna have everyone fucking out please tell the story please tell the story. how about this sign up to patreon and i'll fucking give you the story um <laughs> oh magic um the story is i'm currently still training just in lockdown but so we move i i back to the actual point we're trying to make i i enjoyed it because you know this 1996 and these guys are going out there and for the time that there was if this happened in 2021 i'd have lost my shit because it's like you said it's bad there's no psychology it's just kind of a spot fest for spot fest sake sake but this is 96 what was that sorry yeah, I was just saying, exactly, exactly okay, I was, I was nodding yeah. along with you. Yeah, um, but it's kind of one of those, in 1996, this is new, you know, the American audience hasn't seen this, so it's probably exciting. I reckon Bischoff, this is my prediction, again, I don't know this, my prediction is Bischoff told those boys, go out there and fucking give your all. Like, just get yourself, just go out there, get me people's attention, because if you're watching that as a casual fan, not as a, you know, hardcore wrestling fan or you know whatever you're gonna watch that and go that was that was crazy that's so cool you know what i mean so i think that's what they kind of tried to do so i think that's why i kind of enjoyed it because i kind of respected you know what they went out there and they they gave it <clears> gave <throat> it the rule but i do get where you're coming from from a standpoint of there was no psychology there was no storytelling the pace was just awful and there was no setting either which yep. is a big thing that's what i love about the uh new japan junior heavyweight division it's just there's so much selling um, but mm. yeah, I, I, I get who would you recommend? Who would you recommend to sort of keep an eye on from in, the junior in, heavyweights in New Japan? I'll give you three guys that you can recommend people to keep an eye on. Three guys. There's uh, your challenge. Okay. I, 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 I'll give you Hiromu just because of his character work. Hiromu Takashi's character work and the pacing of his matches go from uh, kind of slow and they kind of build to the hot finish, kind of like an mm-hmm. Okada and Naito match. Um, El Fantasmo for heel work. He's just mm-hmm. such a great heel. Like when I watch, I can't stand the prick. Um, <laughs> and then uh, it's kind of a tough one because everyone else is just kind of in there. 
Um, Desperado, El Desperado, if you're kind of wrestling under a mask, kind of the way his mannerisms are, kind of tell a story rather than his facials. Like, to be able to wrestle without facials, I think it's extreme talent, which is why Rey Mysterio is so fucking underrated. He can't tell a story of his face. Mm. You know, that's your selling point, but he does it. He does Mm. it. Exactly. Bushi, Bushi for me is the same thing. When I watch, yeah. I, don't, I don't really watch that much, but I know who these guys are somewhat. Bushi for me, because he does, he has a mask the same way. He's quite, you watch some of his body movements, which are quite like, which I hope that they bring into this WCW Cruiserweight division, which was going to be my point. They need to work on sort of development with themselves but it's brand new at this point isn't it so you can't expect the, yeah, the full it's, 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 yeah it's in my opinion it's let's go balls to the wall and like you said let's see what sticks and some of it stuck i mean i mean but i don't know i just i watched it as if like how i've been watching these shows is which is why i've been mm. enjoying hogan and flair so much as if i'm actually there in 96 and nothing else has happened that's how i kind of put the hat on when i when i watch a show but let's get to the main event uh we have hulk hogan going one-on-one with Arn Anderson. And I, I've got on my notes here, Brad's going to hate it uh, because of the finish. Um, so we'll get to the finish. <laughs> we'll get to the finish. So um, You Hogan, know me already. Yeah, okay. yeah uh, I, know, I know you weren't a fan of this. So Hogan's still wearing his eye patch. Um, uh, which the, Now, I was excited about this on episode mm-hmm. 10. Uh, I said how excited about it. Uh, the crowd were pumped. And Arn Anderson, man, his strikes... Oh, his strikes are so fucking good. Like his strike, every punch looks like he's knocking him the fuck out. Um, Hogan being very heelish with stuff like choking with the wrist tape, which I thought was pretty damn interesting. Uh, you know, kind of, obviously at this point they didn't know the NWO was going to happen, but it's kind of still interesting. Um, and i got a fun one for you. So Ron Anderson hit the double A spine buster. Did you see W posted a, 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 a video on their Twitter uh, saying who has the best spine buster and they gave eight there was a list of eight apollo mm-hmm. cruz uh, no i haven't apollo apollo cruz is on this list all right and arn addison isn't right read the full list so there was there was batista mm-hmm. there was the rock yeah fair uh, there was a apollo cruz okay uh, who else <laughs> there? there was there was triple h yeah uh ron simmons which is yeah, a WCW Simmons, one. Yeah. That was a good spine mm-hmm. buster. Uh, Book T. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember the other two because they weren't very... Apollo Crews and someone else. Um, but I was just... Because I just wrote it down on my notes. I was just like, how the fuck can you do a best spine buster list and not have Arn Anderson in there? Like, he created the move Apollo stealing. Mm. I think they're trying to put over Apollo Crews with that. It was quite obvious. It's like, who's who's best? These 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 list of legends, or a guy no one care. Oh, well, a guy that we've made no one care about because we can't book him properly. <laughs> I, I, I wonder. I wonder who. And then I, I reckon he's. He, is this like a poll? I reckon he's won that poll. No, it wasn't. It, it was kind of like it was like a Wham Wednesday on W one of WWE's social media channel uh, channels. Oh well, he's do, they're doing it. They're doing it to try and promote him, aren't they? But it's yeah, not but, yeah, but fucking have Arn Anderson in there. <laughs> Like, come on, man! He's doing on. He's doing the double A spine buster, the double A Arn Anderson spine buster, and Arn Anderson isn't on the list. What a joke! Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Anyway, um, Liz passes on. Uh, so, woman throws powder at Hulk Hogan. <laughs> this bit. This is the bit I bet you fucking loved. So, woman mm-hmm. bam throws uh, powder at Hulk Hogan. Anderson hits Hogan with Liz's shoe. One, two, three. 
my guy, my boy, Arn Anderson beat Hulk Hogan. And I was, I was, I was literally jumping up and down with joy. I was like, that's it, Arn Anderson, that's it. And then Hogan attacks yeah. Flair and Anderson, and Savage comes with a chair and beats the fuck out of him. Oh mm-hmm. man! And then I'm going to surprise you. Go on. I'm going to surprise you. I like the storyline telling in this. Good. I like the story. Oh. I like I like the story because it's because it's linking it together. So, woman is doing this um this whole you know anti diva gimmick, or we wouldn't be diva at the what you know what I mean. Whatever you would, whatever you would call the a diva in nineteen ninety six, but she's doing an anti sort of uh, standard woman gimmick. Uh, Elizabeth is sort of turning into quite a bratty um, heel. So seeing them, you know, turn on Hulk Hogan like this, it's it's been done over a period of weeks. They've done it quite repetitively, admittedly, but but it is done for a reason, and it's done to get sympathy on Hulk Hogan. Now the end result, I am not going to be a fan of. I'm not going to spoil it, but it's not great. Um, but at, leading up to it, the storyline telling in this is actually quite clever, I'll say. So yeah, yeah I'm, I've have I surprised you at all? You have, opinion? yeah. But I th- I thought I thought you'd been <laughs> pissed off because um Hogan and Hogan took the loss and then immediately like literally straight after Bam he's you know beating oh, the oh, shit. Oh, I didn't like that bit. Yeah, I didn't like that bit. But but it didn't spoil my enjoyment of the match. Okay, that's good. I gave it two and a half stars. I thought the match was actually pretty solid. Yeah. Two and a quarter for myself as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Correct. Same. Same. Same sort of period. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, and then uh, what have we got? So Flair then goes up to the ramp, grabs grabs the headset. He is screaming at the top of his lungs. You know, we got the belts, we got the girls, we got the wrestling world on the run. Hogan and Savage then chase after him. They get out. Hogan tries grabbing a headset and breaks fucking everything in sight by or clearly by accident. He's just breaking everything. Like the headset's like dangling in front of his face. Poor fucking WCW, poor TNT, poor Ted Turner. And now he's going to have to deal with Vince fucking beating the shit out of him on, on Raw, on those uh, billionaire Ted. And then Savage mm-hmm. cut a promo hype in next week. Hogan accepts our Anderson challenge. You, you missed the bit of the show that annoyed me though before we move on to the end part of it. Go on. Um, did you hear that Vince McMahon made them apologise because he joked that Vince McMahon caused the power outage last week. Ah, oh, yeah, fuck's sake. I see, I have that on my Did notes under that? Dangerous Devon Storm and Conan. I had that on my notes. I was going to get to it, but we went on to, um, we went on to a risque question. Um, but yeah, so Bischoff literally says, and I quote, apologies if anyone took a joke about F- uh, WF cutting up off our power last week. Seriously. Um, man, ugh, I can't believe they had to apologise for that. That's just... Yeah. Oh. That's are you starting to see? Are you starting to see what I see in WWE now with them yeah. being petty? Yeah, like, <laughs> thank fuck Raw wasn't on. Let's just say that. Thank fuck Raw wasn't on because I would have been a bit busy boy. Oh, exactly. Awful stuff. Um, but yeah, so then you had the the Hogan accepting Arn Anderson challenge for a match next week, and then Hogan goes, "No more Mister Nice Guy on Nitro," and we kind of wrap it up. But the last two minutes were just carnage of of Hogan and Savage on the mic. Like, what the fuck was that? Um, they were kind of mm. rambling at one point, but no, I thought the um, I thought the match itself was um, was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and he damaged the headset as well, yeah. which made me cry a little internally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He like <laughs> proper fucked up, like gentle man. Like that's probably a couple of thousand pounds worth of fucking headset there you're throwing around, especially in 1996. If he did that, he did that to my Otis Pro Wireless, I don't care how big he is, I will smack him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God damn. Poor, poor Hulkster. He's getting battered left, right, and center. Um, uh, but yeah, overall, though, yeah. I'm going to stick with a tie. Um, mm. I think the show was it was all right. It was a bit more enjoyable than Super Brawl. It was quite a quick watch. Yep. 
Um, but yeah, slowly but surely, this nostalgia is starting to wear off, though. Slowly but surely. For you, it's come off a bit quicker, but for me, it's starting very slowly to come off. And um, yeah. I'm, I'm not looking forward to when this becomes a chore. <laughs> not looking I, forward to that. I won't. We'll, we'll refer over it. But yeah, I'm going to stay with my score of a, of a tie. I thought it was better than Super Brawl, but I still think that they need to work on the pace in a lot of these shows and uh, sort of cut out the irrelevant crap of... Um, well, we do the same thing, so, you know, we can't really <laughs> blame them that much. But of the old uh, uh, NASCAR driver and all that, we need to just sort of knuckle down now and get get to some meaty stuff, which I hope will come. But yeah, I and I think, it'll it'll, I think it'll help when the show gets to two hours long, coming up in April, May. I think that'll be very, oh, very helpful. Was it the show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it yeah. the show? Nitro cool. does. I don't know cool. when WWF does, but Nitro does go two hours. Oh, cool. All right, so we'll, we'll we'll keep you informed about that, and obviously we'll 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 keep watching to that point. Hopefully, unless I've um, done more uh, controversy, unless I've done another no, CM Punk, no, 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 <laughs> I'll be no, removed no, from no, this no. show. You'll be you'll be right. You'll be all right. Uh, it's not a problem. Um, but yeah, if you've uh, watched okay. this, have it, uh, hey, episode twelve is in your house. How about we get a fucking little match cardy cardy up for for the in your house? No, it's not. Episode 12 was actually ECW Cyberslap. Oh, of course it is. I literally told Dion to watch the show because he might have Dion join us as well. Fuck's sakes. Dion said he's a big fan of ECW back in the day, so that would be great having uh, Dion Is he joining our ECW specials, is he, Dion? Yeah, oh, yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, because he was a big fan of ECW back in the day because I said we're going to do Cyberslam. And he oh, said, is, he an old, is he older than us, is he, Dion? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think he's about 10. I think 10 years older, maybe. 8, 10 years older. Wow. Oh, fair enough. All right, but I'll go, I'll run through this card then, um, and hopefully we'll get Dion on. If not, you know we've we've sold you something again, like like we did with my face. But hopefully we do. <laughs> but if we can, we're gonna get you this on. So, uh, well, the first one is it's not a spoiler. It's a it's a preview. Don't worry. But there is a, someone really interesting debuting on this show. I'll leave it there. Yeah, I, I, so, I, I don't, give, 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 uh, oh, no, don't, don't give me the, ah, uh, I'm torn now, I want to know and I don't want to know. I'm not telling you, I'm not telling you, this is the point, yeah. this is, this is how I do these predictions, I will make you, I will make you tune in next week. So the, the match cards for this are Judge Dredd, apparently from uh, the comic books, uh, not that same Judge Dredd, and the Bad Crew, Dog and Rose versus Dino, Sandoff, Donnie Allen, and the Dirt Bike Kid, which was the shark attack kids right first i might time. skip i might skip that match because i know none of them and how am i meant to take notes on people i don't fucking know anyway we'll, yeah carry on with the card this is cyber slam 96 you, you know shark attack kid and now you'll know dirt bike kids so, oh. so, so alberto ricano versus spiros gecko oh taz versus joel hartgood I don't know who Joel Hartgood is. Bubba Ray Dudley with Big Dick Dudley dances with Dudley and Sign Guy Dudley versus Mr. Hughes. There's a reason why I'm saying that with the whiffs, by the way, because I do want to talk about one of the names. The Bruise Brothers, which is Don and Ron Harris versus the Headhunters with Damian Kane and Lady Alexandra. JT Smith versus Axel Rotten. A triple... Oh, that's going to be so shit. Carry on. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> Sorry. Right. A triple dog collar six man tag team match. Stevie Richards and the Eliminators versus Francine and the Pitbulls. Teeth Cold Scorpio versus Sabu for the World Television Championship. Nice. Cactus Jack versus Shane Douglas. Very nice. And Raven with Come On, I Wanna Lay You. 
I, I love that name. Stevie Richards and the Blue Meanie versus the Sandman with Missy Hyatt. And that's for the ECW World Heavyweight Championship. So it starts off terrible, but it does get better. Okay, yeah. There's something to work with there. Um, there's something yeah. to fucking work with. Um, but there and we you want it. the next go WCW before, before we go? The next the... Nitro? Yeah, give the next yeah. Nitro. It's in your house as well, isn't it? No, it's, oh, in your house is after the EC, it's after the ECW show. I won't. We'll, we'll do. We'll preview that when we do the ECW show. Yeah, but we'll yeah, do WCW yeah. first. Yeah. So for this one is the nineteenth of February. We've got Sting versus the Giant in a dark match. Uh, I'll give you the results of the dark match actually, because I don't care. The Giant defeated Sting in a dark match. Johnny B. Bad defeats Lex Luger for the WCW World Television Championship. Okay, and then we whoa, get whoa, to whoa, the, whoa, the whoa, whoa. Johnny B. Bad retains his. World oh, okay. Television Championship okay, yeah, against yeah. Lex Luger in a dark match. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. You don't need to know about that. No, Arn no, no. Anderson... I, thought, I thought you said uh, defeats and, and won. I was like, what? Luger won the fucking TV title and lost it like the next night? No. no. Arn Anderson with Woman versus Hulk Hogan again. Loch Ness with Jimmy Hart versus Alex Wright. <laughs> the Belfast Bruiser, which is Fit Finley versus Brad Armstrong. Oh, that should be good. That would be really good. Uh, Rip Flair with Miss Elizabeth and Woman versus Randy Savage for the WCW World Heavyweight Championship for that next night. Beautiful. That seems like it could be a, a fun show. Um, looking forward Indeed. to Savage and Flair again. It'll be the third time in about five weeks. <laughs> so that, Oh, yeah. Oh, you are going to get sick of seeing this match, by the way. I think it does come up a lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can't wait for the show to go two hours so they could actually get the TV and US title on and actually, you know, make it Give there. it time. Yeah, mm-hmm. gotta give it time. Gotta give it time. But overall, this is a, it was a, it was a respectable show. It wasn't wasn't trash. Uh, but there we have it. If you're listening on on the uh, SOS YouTube channel, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. Hit the bell button to know when we're going live each and every time. Um, if you're listening on any of the audio platforms, again, follow, share, leave a five star rating, etc., etc. Uh, if you're watching on Patreon, thank you very much. And if you're uh, um, watching on Patreon, that means you get to see me in video. Um, and if you're not and you're not a Patreon member, go to www.patreon.com slash wrestling 25 years ago. It's only £2.99 of cents, pence a month, obviously, converted <laughs> convert to, convert to whatever uh, currency you guys are around the world. And you get all the, the um, 25 years ago in video end on my end. You get early access um, to this show, tw- minimum of 24 hours. And then also it'll be the only place where I get to rant and rave and actually rant and rave about Monday Night Raw, NXT, and SmackDown, as well as a daily little news show that I, I enjoy doing, because I want to I wanna take the piss out of Dave Meltzer quite a bit. So if you enjoy Meltzer bashing, definitely subscribe to that. But thank you guys for watching. Thank you for coming on, Brad. It's a pleasure.